Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Does someone complain to you about something and then, you know, when you give them all those great ideas and solutions, they shoot you down? Or maybe they're mad at someone else, but when you start talking to them about it, they actually get mad at you? Today, I'm going to tell you why that happens and the simple but super effective tool to make it stop. Yep, this week I'm coming at you with Ask Dr. Abby in the podcast, so stay tuned. I'm Dr. Abby Metcalf, and I'm a number one Amazon best-selling author, TEDx speaker, and all-around relationship maven with over 30 years of experience helping people create connected and happy relationships. Combining my hands-on experience and all the latest research, I've created actionable tips and tools you can apply quickly and easily to create lasting change in your relationship today. So let's get to it. Hello, hello. Welcome to the podcast. Great to see you. I don't really see you, do I? But you know what I mean. Great to be here with you. I hope you had a great week. I uh, had a lot of stuff going on this week. Again, you know, if you're ever remotely interested in hearing about my life and what goes on, you really should sign up for my newsletter. It comes out every Wednesday. It's just once a week and it's all things Abby. (laughs) It's my life. It's my parenting, my partnerships, my work, my whatever's going on um, in my life. And sort of, I always try to have a teach around it, what I've learned, and hopefully something that's inspiring and uplifting for people to relate to, to, you know, get your week off to a good start. So if you haven't yet, I uh, highly suggest you uh, sign up for the newsletter. You can do that on the website, uh, abbymedcalf.com. And if you have any trouble with that, uh, just send me an email, abby at abbymedcalf.com, and I'll make sure you get signed up. So today we're going to do a Ask Dr. Abby segment. This is when you send in questions and I answer them. Uh, and what I like to do is use questions that have been asked sort of over and over, and that happens often. So please send them in. You might think you have the most unique situation in the world, and you'll be shocked to hear that you don't. <laughs> A lot of people share the same stuff. 
And as you know, now in season three of the podcast, I'm also, I'm talking about all relationships. So really applying things everywhere. So you might have something at work or something with a best friend or your mom or whatever. Please, please, please send in the questions. Again, abby at abbymedcalf.com. Couldn't be simpler. Uh, <laughs> and if you forget that for some reason, go on the website to the contact page and that'll get to me too. Uh, okay, so this question I got a while ago, it just was worded really well, so I liked it. But I got, again, other questions that were very similar. And this is from a Roger K uh, in California. And he says, my wife complains to me about this woman at work, but when I give her ideas for making the situation better, she just shoots them down every time. I told her I don't want to hear her complain anymore if she doesn't want to change it. And now she's mad at me and says I don't listen. What the hell? <laughs> so I bet you've been here where, um, let's say, uh, your kid comes home and is complaining that a teacher is completely horrible, gave them an unfair, gave them an unfair grade. And you remember that you're maybe it's just your son doesn't didn't study much for the for that test and you think he's just making excuses as usual so you know usually you respond with something like you know you really didn't study very much for that test i told you it was going to be tougher this year you can't blame the teacher for your lack of hard work uh, or maybe that's just me <laughs> so and this results in your son getting even more angry now at you or just withdrawing completely and not wanting to speak with you anymore since you clearly don't understand his plight. So, and what happens is, I know for myself, I get very frustrated when I think people are just jumping into a victim uh, stance, you know, getting into their, I call them uh, emotional snuggies. Remember those snuggies, those kind of warm <laughs> little <laughs> wraps, like blanket sweaters that we, we used to have way back in the day. Uh, and you know, you wrap yourself up and you get all warm and cozy in there in your victimhood and poor me. Well, that is happening to a degree, but you, you know, going after people and telling them how wrong they are, if in case you haven't noticed, doesn't work. <laughs> That's why you're listening to fabulous me right now. Cause you're go going, you know, this thing I do, it just doesn't work. So yeah, and I've told you before, you don't want to be engaging with people who are really stuck in their victim-y, blame entitled behavior. I, I'm with you there. But what you do want to do is try to help them shift, right? Remember, do you want to be correct or effective? Do you, you can be correct all day that they shouldn't be victims and that your sons should have studied more and that your, maybe your wife should have confronted uh, Joan at work, you know, instead of just complaining about it. You could be right all day, but is it effective? Are you getting the outcomes you want? And usually the outcome that I want is a intimate, emotionally close relationship with the people that I love. And so, and I'm telling you right now, you're not getting that, that emotional closeness with your son or your wife or your husband or your aunt or whoever, when you're sort of reacting in this way. And I've talked about this before, but I'm really, I want to really narrow it down right here into just because uh, when I've talked about this answer before, I've put it into other podcasts, other blogs, whatever, with a lot of other information. And today I'm just going to give you this one piece, this one win and what to do about it. Okay. In a very simple, clear way with none of the bells and whistles, <laughs> just straight up at you. 
So what's happening when people are upset, whenever we feel threatened in any way, whenever our brain feels any kind of threat. Now, you might not think that a math test should be a threat to your son, and you might not think that uh, Joan in sales should be a threat to your wife, but they are. And if you even asked your son or your wife or your whoever, you know, do, do you find them threatening? They'd probably say no. But their brain, their unconscious, their subconscious would say, yes, yes, I find this very threatening. And that is what's happening because anytime anything is coming at us that gets us even a little stressed, the brain uh, assumes that that's something that's life or death. Remember again, I've said this over and over, we have not as human, as homo sapien sapien, we have not evolved past a certain point in our brain development. And we are very, very much still built for a time when survival literally was life and death every single day, every multiple times a day. Every time we stepped out of our dwelling, every time we, you know, were anywhere, it was all about how to get food, how to stay alive, how to get water, how to not get killed by things bigger than us that were on the food chain. Um, all that was at the core. And even though we live in this very lovely modern society, that is still how our brains work. So when any kind of threat comes in, our brain doesn't know the difference between a real emergency and what our emotions are treating as an emergency. And that's the problem. And so it feels like an emergency when, you know, if I, uh, you know, if I notice that my partner is a little upset in the morning, maybe, right? Maybe he's acting a little quiet or something. And I say, hey, are you okay? And he says, well, you know, not really. There's some stuff I need to talk to you about, but I got to get to work right now and I got to focus at work. So, you know, when I come home later, I'd like us to talk. <laughs> can you can you imagine that? I'd kill Gary if he did that. Um, he knows better. Uh, forget it. You're on high alert. That feels like such a threat. Even if you said in the moment, well, well, how serious is this? You know, oh my God, what, are you talking about divorcing me? And, and, you know, your partner was like, well, no, no, nothing like that. But, you know, there's something that's upsetting me and I really want to talk about it. Um, even if that was the conversation that ensued, you would still, trust me, all day be thinking about it, wouldn't you? All day you'd be worried. All day you'd be like, oh, what about, oh, go, wonder what it is, wonder what it is. He says it's not about a divorce, but maybe it is. Maybe he doesn't realize yet that it is a divorce-worthy thing. Um, that's where your brain goes, even if you don't realize consciously that you're doing it. And you know, and you are having a primordial response physically in that moment. And in that moment, your brain is hijacked. And that's the problem, ladies and gentlemen. Our brains are hijacked all the time. And so you know, you're standing there, you're having this conversation, and you know your partner says, I want to talk to you later. Or you go into work, and it's 9 a.m., and your boss says, hey, uh, I want to see you in my office at 2. Um, whatever those things are, okay, <laughs> you have the same reaction. And immediately what happens is, you know, your stomach drops out. You know, that feeling when you're just like, oh, your, your, your stomach drops out. There's no other word for it. It just feels like it's tanks. That feeling is actually the blood rushing to your legs to run. Yeah. You are having, again, a million-year-old response. The 
the your brain thinks it's a, a tiger about to eat you or whatever was around a million years ago eating us. Uh, it thinks, or 200,000 years ago or 2 million years ago eating us. I mean, that it's, it's amazing. So that's what's happening. The blood is rushing to your legs to run and that's that feeling of your stomach dropping out. You do likely, you might even have diarrhea or stomach upset and you certainly usually don't feel hungry. Again, because if you're running from a tiger, food is the last thing that should be in your on your brain, right? And when we eat, digestion becomes the number one process in the body. We are at our most vulnerable. So our we we our brains don't want us to even be thinking of food. And if we evacuate, if we have diarrhea, or, you know, we have to pee every minute or whatever that is, all that anxiety, it allows our body to process, to use all of its energy to process in other ways. So that's what it wants to do. Your pupils dilate so that you can run in the dark. I know, even though it's 9 a.m. and there's no darkness, it doesn't matter. That's what happens. You might be someone, you might notice that you perspire. You start to sweat when you get nervous or upset. And that is to, you know, you're starting to sweat to cool your system so that you can run. Again, everything's getting ready to run because that's the only thing the brain equates here. So now your your system is cooling off so you can so you can run. You and also so that if a predator or another person was coming to grab you, your skin would be slick and hopefully they would slide off. That's another reason that we're sweating. Your uh, heart rate, your breathing becomes more shallow again so you can run faster. Uh, your lungs will, you know, do their best to try to start expanding. All that is happening, my lovely. All of that when that little conversation happens. And immediately your brain starts to release uh, cortisol, stress-inducing hormone, epinephrine, uh, which we commonly call adrenaline. All of that is getting released in your brain and body as your brain is hijacked. So here you are in that. Now, now your partner comes home to talk about Joan at work or your kid is sitting there, you know, embroiled in studying for this test tomorrow and they are in that stress response. So when you walk up and say, hey, what's going on? Or, or if they come to you and say, oh, I'm so upset about Joan at work. I'm so angry at her. And you start trying to calm them. Oh, it's okay. It's going to be fine. You know, you always do well on these tests or, oh, Joan, please not her again. You know, you handle her. When you dismiss really to them, they can't believe it. Their brains are again hijacked. So their brains are thinking that there's a tiger about to eat them. And you're saying, oh, it's okay. There's no tiger, sweetie. You're just imagining it. Poor baby. That you are insane. And so what happens, of course, naturally is that the other person's going to escalate because they need you to see the friggin' tiger. So now they get really upset, like there's a tiger, hello, and now they're arguing and, and upset with you and kind of yelling or whatever they're doing, right? They're, they're again, escalating in whatever way they are. And the more they escalate, the more you're like, geez, I'm just trying to help. I don't know why you're so upset. And then you are sort of getting upset at them and they are even more upset at you. And so now it's not about the math teacher or uh, Joan at work. It's about you. And you're in a fight and you're like, what is going on? And then you say things like Roger mentioned of, you know, if you don't want to change anything, uh, I don't want to hear you complain anymore. I don't want to hear it anymore. And this does not create connection. And by the way, they do want to change something. The problem is that 
because the brain is hijacked, they don't know how. So when the brain is in this state, in it is in what we call the fight, flight, or freeze mode. You know it well because I talk about it all the friggin' time. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So all their brains know how to do in that moment is fight you, right? Run away from you or freeze, just withdraw and just do nothing, which you might notice them do. But either way, when that part of the brain is activated, which is part of your uh, sympathetic nervous system, your you know amygdala, I've talked about it a lot in, in your limbic system is activated. When this part of the brain is activated, the problem solving a rational part of your brain called your prefrontal cortex can't turn on, can't turn on. So while they're in the fear state, the amygdala state, and you are over in the rational (laughs) problem-solving state, they literally can't hear you. And it's very frustrating for them, hence the complaining, hence the arguing with you, hence all that. So what you gotta do, said this over and over, is you have to... uh, what I call say yes first. You, Your job when you see this, any of this behavior anywhere, is to just name the feeling. Name what you see. Say yes. It's like you're, you don't have to agree that what they're, I don't have to agree that my son should think the world is falling down because he has a math test. I don't, I don't agree that that's a, you know, a good reaction to that. However, I do believe he has the right to his feelings. I have the right to my feelings. He has the right to his feelings. And so I am saying yes to that. Yes, it sucks for you and I'm sorry. And that's kind of what you're saying. So you, you know, whatever that is, whatever feeling you see, just name it and empathize. Just empathize. Uh, a lot of times people tell me, well, I don't want to empathize because then they're really going to go deep and they're really going to get victim me and I'm really going to lose them. The opposite will happen. I'm telling you right now, I've been doing this a long time. The opposite will happen. They will not go deeper. They will actually come out of it if you do this well. So if I say to my son, wow, that really sucks. Ugh, that sucks. You got, ooh, five chapters? Yikes. Yikes. You know, you say to your her wife about, oh, is Joan again? Damn. I'm really sorry. You know, it really, it's hard for me to watch you in pain around her. It's God, that sucks. That sucks is what I say a lot. I have to say it never gets old. People always get it and it always works. 
Um, and it's the truth of what I'm feeling in the moment. So you need to be authentic. You need to try to get there uh, and really put yourself in their shoes. You have certainly had a time when you complained about somebody yourself. I mean, please, you've gone your whole life without complaining? I don't think so. So that's your first thing. Second is you want to ima- match emotion, but not tone. So you don't want to escalate. Oh my God, Joan, oh no, the world is falling. Ah, you know, this or the sky is falling. <laughs> you don't want to go there. You don't want to get hysterical You and they might be hysterical. So you really don't want to match their tone, that tone, but you want to match the emotion. So whatever the emotion is, the anger, the frustration, the upset, the, the sadness, the hopelessness, whatever that is, you can, that's what you're talking about. Not the tone that they're using or any sort of, uh, you don't want to escalate in any way you, or you don't want to match that high tone because it'll just keep things crazy. Uh, the same way that if I saw a tiger coming at us and I got hysterical also, you, <laughs> you wouldn't trust me to figure out a way out because you're more hysterical than me. So, oh, you're useless to me now, right? So it's the same thing. Okay. And then your job is to be curious. Be curious. Really seek to listen to their side of things. Really listen to their side of things. And and by doing this, this is how you get someone from, because what you're trying to do is get them out of their limbic, out of that amygdala, and into the thinking, problem-solving, rational prefrontal cortex. And again, one only one of those can be turned on at a time. So your job is to tell them that you see the tiger, not that you're hysterical about the tiger, but that you see it. Oh my God, that sucks. I see the tiger. Oh my, ugh, not a tiger again. Oh man, that's your job. And when you do that, and I'm telling you, you're gonna see it, you will watch the other person just, yeah, yeah. I've done this a thousand times. And every time, that's what happens. Sometimes I will say this, it takes me twice. Sometimes I'll say the thing, oh, that really sucks. Oh my gosh, it's hard to see you in pain. They're like, I know, it's so crazy. I can't believe Joan. And then, but I just do it again. And then then they come down. I just You just sort of stick with it and they will come down. They will. People come down. Unless someone has a very serious mental health disorder, which the vast majority of people do not, um, unless they have something super serious and you know off, maybe a thought disorder or something else, unless that's there, they will come down because they are so relieved that you see the tiger. Because it means that now I have someone with me uh, 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 on my team approaching this danger. Now there's two of us coming to the danger. So that so again, and when you just when someone is talking to you about something and you start firing off the solutions and the suggestions and the advice, there's two problems. One is that they are in this this amyg- with this amygdala in this fear part of the brain that's turned on. Remember, the rational problem-solving part of the brain is not on. So when you're coming with all the good solutions, they can't hear it. They're like Teflon for good ideas. So again, waste of time. And the other thing is I want you to remember which I talk about all the time is not to sack any of your relationships. Don't offer suggestions, give advice, or criticize. And really, you're doing all three because when you're telling someone, if someone's complaining to you about, you know, uh, ugh, I I look so fat in these jeans and or I can't lose weight. It's making me crazy. I just can't lose weight. And you start reeling off suggestions. Number one, they know how to lose weight. Everybody knows how to lose weight. Are you freaking kidding me? 
this is not rocket science to lose weight. We don't like to do it. We don't want to do it. I don't want to eat less and move more. I want to sit on my ass eating Oreos. Thank you very much. But apparently that's not going to work if I, if I don't want to be 500 pounds. So I everyone knows what to do. We know what to do. We just don't do what we know. So when you sit there and start firing off, well, have you thought about parking your car farther away so you can walk farther? And have you uh, start taking the stairs at work instead of the elevator? And if, did you pack your lunch? And remember, you have to eat steel coat, steel cut oats for breakfast. And they know all this. Give me a break. So really, you're criticizing them. You're kind of calling them an idiot. It's sort of what you're doing. You're saying you're not very smart. You can't figure this out. And you know, I, so I need to give you all these great ideas. And it, and again, all the suggestions, the advice, none of it worked. And it hasn't worked. If it worked, they wouldn't be complaining because they would have solved the problem. So you want to say yes, match that by matching emotion, but not tone, but really empathizing, really being part of that. And then be curious, you know, seek to really listen to their side of things. And once you have that, and only when you have that, can you start asking some questions. And, you know, I've talked about these questions before. I will um, make sure that uh, there's a list of collaborative questions. If you want some Head Start questions, uh, come over to the website and uh, you can download them for free. How's that? I'll, I'm just, I just thought of it now. I will offer that with this, that we'll have some collaborative questions that you can have um, just to get you started. But basically, what I do in these situations is I love to ask people what they've tried that hasn't worked. People love to tell you what hasn't worked. They love it. And we're often afraid to ask this question because we think, oh my God, they're already so negative. It's going to get really bad. It's actually not. Again, people, it, it engages them in conversation. At least now they're talking about it instead of just complaining about it. So, uh, you know, you're wife might say to you, well, I tried to talk to our boss, but you know, Joan has her head so far up his butt that he didn't listen. And uh, I tried to talk to Joan, but she, she, she just ignored me and she did not understand what I was saying. It made me so mad. And, um, I don't know. And, you know, I have to keep this job because of the health benefits and we need them and I just can't quit. And so that might be something that gets said. And then it's like, okay, wow, all right, you've tried some good things. You know, you can kind of bounce back with trying to be supportive of the things that they've tried. And then, and only, and then you can ask other questions. Again, do not ask a question in, uh, uh, make a suggestion disguised as a question. I see you. I see you trying to do that. You know, oh, have you tried... Uh, talking to your boss's boss, that is a question, but it's a, it's, it's a suggestion. Don't do it. So, but instead you might say then, all right, well, you've tried a lot of things. What, is there anything you can think of right now that you haven't tried that you could try? Um, or, or they might, you might be, they might tell you that they talked to their boss. You might say, hey, tell me more about that. What did you say to them? How long ago was it? You know, get some more information. Tell me more about that. Uh, I, I like tell me more about that a lot. I use that quite a bit because people start to really talk about, and you can see their own wheels start to turn because now that they're not in that scared, threatened amygdala brain, fear-based brain, now that they're in the thinking problem-solving part of their brain, they're in a different place. 
their emotions are different. They're able to access different things. They're able to talk to you differently. And again, as long as you keep asking questions, just really watch yourself with the problem solving. (laughs) Let them problem solve. You can't give anyone an aha. I say it all the time. You can't give an aha. Let them come to their own aha. Also, if you give an idea and they use it, and let's even say it works, you are giving them a fish and not teaching them to fish. And they're going to have this problem again because they haven't really learned what to do. So you want to keep pushing that back, but be supportive and be there. And sometimes, and don't be fooled, sometimes someone will ask you, well, what do you think I should do? You know, tell me what you think I should do or tell me what to do. I, I'm tired. I just want to hear what to do. Do not bite the bait. <laughs> you really don't want to go there. And and my answer usually is something like, I got, well, I got to tell you, you know the situation better than I do. I don't think anything I'm going to say is going to be any better. You already like you're in it. You you you've already tried all these great things. You know stuff to do. So, you know, I feel like I'm just here supporting you trying to figure out trying to help you, you know, figure out what to do and ask hopefully asking the right questions to help you think about this. You want to brainstorm some things? Do you want to make a list? Do you want, you know, here we go again, right? Just put it back on them. They 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 do know. Trust me. They probably just don't want to do what they know they're supposed to do. They probably just don't want to get up early to exercise. They probably just don't want to uh, go back to Joan and have a sit down because they're intimidated. They probably just don't want to study any, you know, more. They want to go, if it's my son, play baseball (laughs) and not study. Do you know what I'm saying? So that, but that's on them. So coming up with all the ideas. And then the other thing is if you give a suggestion and they don't do it, they feel criticized by you, even though you're not the one who criticized them, but they will. They will absolutely feel criticized by you. So we end up in this really yucky state that doesn't feel good for anybody. So there you have it. I'm not going to spend a lot of time to, more time today on this. And I'm going to tell you that soon I'm doing an episode on um, how to have a fair fight. And I'm going to talk some more about this in there about the brain getting hijacked and what that has to do with the fact when you get in those fights with your partner, um, you know, that, I don't know, you're not, you're asking like, where's the ketchup? And all of a sudden they blow up at you and you're thinking, what, what happened? What just happened? I just asked for the ketchup. And all of a sudden you're in World War III and you're talking about divorce and you're going, uh, what happened? <laughs> uh, that is the brain getting hijacked. And so, and that is the same process. So I'm going to cover that in the how to have an effective or a fair fight, so to speak, or an effective argument with your partner um, in a very soon to be released episode. But for now, I want you to just have this piece and I want you to practice this piece and I want you to practice the collaborative questions. Uh, so come on over to the website, abbymedcalf.com forward slash podcast. This is episode 103 and get yourself some collaborative questions so you can start doing this really well. As always, thank you. Thank you for hanging out with me. I love our time together and I'll catch you on the next show. Thank you for listening to the Relationships Made Easy podcast with wonderful me, Dr. Abby Metcalf. I've got two quick things to say. Just give me one more minute. First, I love spending this time with you and I work hard to make sure every single episode is going to help you move from any feelings of frustration or resentment or anxiety 
to that connected, hopeful, confident. That's always my goal. So if you have any ideas for a future episode or just want to say hi, let me know what the podcast is doing for you. Anything, you can email me at abby at abbymedcalf.com. How simple is that? And the second thing I want to say is if you like the podcast, you're going to go crazy, crazy for my book. My book is really good. I'm really proud of it. You can find it on Amazon or on my website under the shop section on my website at abbymetcalf.com. It's called Be Happily Married, Even If Your Partner Won't Do a Thing. And even if your partner will do a thing, the book will still really help you. So that's it. Thanks again for listening. Talk to you soon. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.